Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. And this week, I am joined by somebody that I've kind of been watching around the local Hampton Roads ultra running community and everything. And I am just amazed by the durability of this guy and his incredibly positive attitude when he's out there. And when we tell you just how young this guy is, you guys are going to be amazed at some of the things he's accomplishing in the ultra running world. So let's bring in Mr. Bill Hart. Bill, you ready to roll for a run? Yes, I am, Mike. Awesome. Always ready to go for a run, right? Oh, yes. There you go. Cool. So, Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are. And uh, save the best for last. We'll tell everybody how young you are lastly. How's that sound? Okay, that sounds good. I worked for UPS for 30-some years. I'm married. I have three kids and four grandkids. Basically, have lived here in the Hampton Roads area all my life. Went to Callum House School and uh, graduated from there. Spent three years in the Army. Basically, uh, that's about it. I mean, (laughs) So you're a a local boy. A local boy, which is very few around here. When you, I know that's that's rarity. I'm like, wow, we're we're talking to like you know a celebrity here. He's actually a local and has lived here his whole life. That's rare, yeah. Bill. That's awesome. It is fair. Yeah. Okay, so 37 years with UPS. 30, 30, 30. Okay, wow. I yeah. I added seven extra years on there. Did it feel like 37? Uh, no, not really. I, that's I'm awesome. Like, I I love that job. So you know. that's awesome. What did you do with them? I drove the truck for the whole time, the big brown you, truck. Really? 30 years of driving yeah. the big brown truck? That's, That's incredible. It. That's awesome, Bill. Wow. Uh, so when you were in the Army, where were you stationed? Fort Benning, Georgia, and uh, Leonard Wood in Missouri. Went to uh, Vietnam for a year and then Germany for a year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Vietnam veteran, thank you for serving. You're welcome. Awesome. So now how long have you been running, Bill? Well, I ran in high school my junior and senior year, and then uh, didn't until uh, 29. Uh, I was 29 years old, so I missed like 11 years there. Okay. And when you started running again, steady at 29, what type of distance running did you do? I did the mile up to the marathon. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's, let's spring everybody. So let's tell everybody just how young you are now. All right. I'm 74 years old. And, and uh, doing and amazing things. Seventy-five. There like? you go. When do you turn seventy-five? In February. In February. Okay. So that's awesome. runners, we're the only. Yeah, we're the only ones that look forward to getting older. Sometimes. So. Exactly. Do you run your age now? Every every year on your birthday? No. Okay, I'll, I'll introduce you to that. I I've been doing that since I turned fifty, okay. and uh, it it's weird, and it's and my wife is like your birthday's in July. Can we like pick your half birthday or something to run your age? And I'm like, no, you have to run it on your birthday. She's like, (laughs) where did this rule come from? And I'm like, I made it up. There you go. There you go. So yeah, that's awesome. So mainly marathons and stuff. And how long did you run like that? And what was your first marathon? Uh, Shamrock. Shamrock was your uh, very first one. Okay. Yes. I think it was in 79 or 80, somewhere. It was only like, I'd only been running a year and I ran Shamrock on my first marathon. So, yeah. That's amazing. And so how many times have you run Shamrock? Gosh, I I knew you were going to ask this and I can't remember. (laughs) Somewhere between 10 and 15, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. So not an every year thing, but, you know, every once in a while. 
No, I don't do those get stuck with one race and run it every year. So now when did you get started running ultra marathons? Oh gosh, that was not that long ago. I think it was December 2016. Oh wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now what made you think, okay, I've done a marathon, now I'm gonna throw in an ultra marathon? Well, you know, I got tired of running marathons because, you know, you mainly run them on paved roads, got mile markers, and it's just a lot, you know, it's just boring. Right. And uh, Steve Spears said, you need to try an ultra. And so finally I did when I, I ran um, Seashore. And once I ran it, I just, I fell in love with it. it yeah. Was like, this, is, this is my cup of tea here, so. Yeah, trails. Once so, you go trails, you'll never go roads like, again. Yeah, I mean, I still do the, some marathons, but it's like I just love the the ultras because, like you say, you're running on trails. It seems like the people that run the ultras, it's more of a family-like type atmosphere, and um, you know, it's just to me, I just like it because you don't have to go mile marker to mile marker. Go yeah. eight station to eight. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's less, you know, you're sitting there thinking about, you know, how far you've got to go and you're just like, okay, well, how far is the next aid station? And you just get to that. It's yeah, kind of exactly. fun. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So yeah. what are some of the ultra marathons that you've run besides Seashore? Well, I've run, uh, let's see, I've done uh, JFK like four times. I've done Rock three, Promised Land, uh, Holiday Lake. Gosh, well, I've done um, Yeti. Umstead, Weymouth, uh, it was a uh, 100K in North Carolina. Okay. John Price had the one at Bow Creek. I don't know if you know about, you know. Yeah, so I did uh, 50K Ultra at um, Dismal last year. Okay. Patsico, Baltimore, I've done that one a couple of times. Uh, there was, Williamsburg had one last year, uh, your first 50 or 51st, which uh, it was either 50K or 50 mile, and I did a 50K. Okay. And, uh, you know, this, I noticed some more, I mean, I, right. I just like, can't remember all of them, but, uh, yeah, I got, well, it's those 12 hour and 10 hour races and 24 hour races. Right. Um, the one in Hampton. Yep. And, uh, Sandy bottom, the uh, Virginia run yep. for cancer. Yep. Yep. How many times have you done that one? Oh, I've only run it one time. Okay. The church I go to Trinity church, they have their men's retreat every year. They have it that weekend. That so same weekend. Said, That's funny. We'll go run to 24 hours. and same with promised land i ran promised land for the first time because of the same thing so that's the same weekend so anyway yeah so, yeah but, so you're an elder at trinity correct yes okay yeah I, I thought i thought i remember you telling me that that one time so that is awesome so this year you've done some pretty crazy things this year so far haven't you yes yes i have <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Bill's 2023 so far. Okay. I think it started out with like a, was it an eight hour or 12 hour or something like that early on in January. Was that Karen did, San, uh, uh, Sandy Bottom one? Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. Yep. And uh, then it was a, a 50K. I ran um, Willis River. Okay. That was a wicked run. That was a weird run. It was like no, not much of a trail there. So I ran that, then did, and in fact, the day before I did that, I did a 15-miler at Fort Monroe that the Striders put on. Oh, okay. So you did the distance series, and then Willis, you didn't went and did the Willis River 50K. Did, okay, the next day, then did, uh, okay, Holiday Lake, then did the 20-miler after that, dismal. And uh, then I did uh, one city marathon, first weekend of 
Mark. Right. We played over the eight, eight and a half at Shamrock. And then uh, the Promised Land. The following week, I did U Rock. Two weeks later, I did the one out there, the last man standing or whatever the one we did. Yep. Uh, yep. The backyard. And then just ran just past weekend. So. Yep. And uh, did so you do Windsor, Ca- the Windsor Castle 10 hour this past weekend, yeah. right? How many miles Correct. did you end up at Windsor? 37 something. Okay. Because I pulled something at the, um, the other race, the last man standing it's, and I got 70.8 miles in that and uh, something in my left leg. And I told Karen, I'm done. And so I took off oh, almost that whole time between. So Saturday was to see if I could run. Right. <laughs> and not aggravate that leg. So everything yeah. worked out. So I'm back. I'm back to going at it again. There you go. So what do you have coming up? I don't have a race for like seven weeks, which I don't know what I'm going to do. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, my gosh, Bill, you got to be freaking out, right? Yeah. I mean, I got that. I got a couple, like about three of them this summer. And then the, the um, Yeti 100, I got the end of September. Okay. Cool. I keep and trying then, to get uh, in that, and I, I keep on signing up too late. <laughs> One of these hard. years I'm going to get in. Uh, yeah. I, I kept doing it, too. It took me like, like the, my fourth year. I finally got in it. That's awesome. About three years. And then I've signed up for the, uh, I don't know why I did this, the uh, dismal 100K. You're crazy. In, in December. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> that, you know, it, the distance is not day. tough, but that is so tough mentally because you're doing it the is. same cotton picking three it miles. Is for hours and hours and yeah. it's just there's no variation in what you see oh my gosh yeah no. i've done that twice oh, no. and and i'm actually not doing it this year i have a friend who's running devil dog and i was like i will come up and crew and pace you just so i'm not tempted to sign up for dismal swap again so yeah <laughs> <laughs> drove me that crazy yeah, i did it this year i don't know because I, I, I like, oh well well you know how it is it's like like you say, it's it's challenging because it's just so boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, look at the same old thing, and they got their quarter mile markers. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh uh, yeah. If but, I never see another quarter mile marker anywhere, I will not be sad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is that is just that is so tough. And you know, it's funny because I know a lot of people that are going out and they're going for the BQ on the marathon course, and I'm like. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, I guess if, if your mindset is to go out and just run fast and get it over with, that's got to be great. But you really can't do that in a 50 or 100K. You've got to, you know, kind of pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was shocked at what I ran mine last year. in, But uh, like I said, it's a, it's a fast course. There's no yep. doubt about it. Yep. Well, cool. Well, maybe but you'll get it over and like, you know, try, try to get it over in eight hours and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just consider it an eight hour day in a big brown truck. How's that? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's awesome. So what is it about the ultra scene that has really just kind of captured your heart? Because you're like all in. I just like it because it's challenging. I guess that would be the thing. Because you never know what's going to happen in a race. And when you're going ultras, obviously you're going further than the marathon. A lot of times. Uh, you know, you're out there for a long time and it's just the fact that they are challenging and just when you finish and especially at my age, it just makes, I mean, I just feel so good. I'm just, it makes it feel great to go across that finish line. And, uh, it's something that I can, uh, that I do well. And for my age, you know, I can compete 
you know, with some of the people. I can't compete with all those younger guys, but yeah, I can compete with a lot of people. And it's just uh, they're different courses. You know, some of them are, you know, are technical. Some of them aren't like Promise Land. Promise Land was, a, to me, was technical, but it was a beautiful course. Very yeah. hard, but it was a beautiful course. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, and I love running. I mean, you know, people go, why do you do it? <laughs> I said, because I love it. Said, yeah. But it, like I said, it, you know, you know how it is, Mike, because it, it hurts, but it's a, it's a good hurt. Yeah, it's an it's an awesome hurt. It's probably one of the best yeah. hurts I've ever had. How do you train for the ultras and stuff? What do you do? Well, you know, it's funny because two years ago, I was running and I was running between 50 and 55 miles a week. And it was wearing me down. And I cut back to like 42 to 45. Uh, last year and this year and i'm running better but i'm running a lot of races in between that i mean my typical week when i'm doing that is like i will do a um nine on tuesday five wednesday nine thursday five friday four on saturday okay so nine and that's nine all I do. on on tuesday so, nine say it again nine on not, not, yeah nine tuesday five wednesday nine thursday five friday okay so, and then so typically a little bit longer on the weekend. That's like a 14. Yeah. Okay. So it gets me about 42 miles a week. That's awesome. And, uh, now, now with this, I got like seven weeks to my next ultra. I'll probably throw in a little bit longer than 14 on a couple of those weeks just to keep me, keep me yep. going. But, and I never have done speed work. Never. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even do that when I was running five K's and the shorter distance, I didn't do speed work either. So yeah, I just, yeah. Well, it sounds like you run because you really, really like running. Yeah, I do. And, you know, if you do something well, it encourages you to do it even more. Racing a lot, it just, it keeps me motivated. I have to have goals <laughs> to keep yep. me going really strong. Yep. Or, or else I would just be a recreational runner, but uh, I'm very competitive in a way, so. Yeah, and you're good. You're, you've been competing very, very well at these races. I mean... Your 70 miles at the backyard was awesome. I mean, you were just, you were steady all day long, well into the night. I think the rain kind of did you in because that two hours of sitting around and waiting, I think a lot of people got stiff during that. I, t- I told Karen this past weekend, I said, man, that two hour wait, if you'd have gone three, I was home because I wouldn't stay because it was from eight to 10 and my bedtime is 10. I said, I'd rather <laughs> go to sleep. Okay. So knowing your bedtime is 10. So you sound a lot like me. I have a very strict bedtime. How do you manage the sleep portion during a hundred miler where, you know, you're going to be up and you're not going to bed at your normal 10 o'clock? You know, Mike, I don't think I've ever even thought about it. I just know that, Hey, I'm out there to run. I'm just going to run. I don't worry about sleeping or sitting down or resting or anything like that. It's just, uh, I just get focused. I tell people, on the longer ones like that, I just um, I get I try to go from one aid station to that aid station. Then I said, okay, let's get to the next one. Okay. But I don't think about how far I've got to go or how far I've been. And right. I try to keep my mind positive as, as possible. So yeah. So I just break the race down that way. And you don't like, strike I, I don't, me as somebody it. who's constantly looking at your watch either. So you just kind of strike yeah. me as somebody, you, you know, where you've got to go and, and what the speed is yeah. and what the speed is, is what the speed is. 
Yeah, because people, well, my, if, if people have seen my watch, it's the uh, thirty nine ninety five Walmart Special Iron Man. All it is, I, basically. I love stuff. that. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> so basically you're me. just keeping time, right? Yes, it doesn't tell me anything. Other, that's it. There you go. That is so awesome. You are such a throwback to some of the, you know, people who started the whole ultra running scene. And I'm sure, you know, yeah. you've been around John Price. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he. I love being around John and listening to his stories. Have you ever met Tom Green? Tom Green? No, I know the name. Yeah, so um, he's like he's the original original uh, person who finished the Grand Slam of hundred milers. Okay. So yeah, he he and Ray Krolowicz are the first two to do the Grand Slam, um, and. They'll tell you there was no such thing as hydration vest. You know, they stuck a bottle of water yeah. in their pocket. They had their watches on and, and basically said, OK, we're starting at seven. You know, hopefully we've been down before seven o'clock tomorrow morning, you know, and that's how ultra ultra marathon started was, OK, we're going to go here and then we're going to kind of go here and then we're going to go here. We're going to do it all on this kind of section and, you know, grab some water on the way. Yeah, so yeah. that's how oh, it that's, started. That's, that's the way I do it. Cause I, I, I tried to wasn't it wasn't the first one, but I think it was uh, JFK. First time we're in JFK, I tried one of the water pack. I didn't like it. I mean, I just and uh, and the goose and all of that. People talk. I don't do all of that either. It's like I just I don't know. I do water and and well, I do you know, the tailwind. Right. Uh, in fact, I did one one race of the hundred k in North Carolina, and that's all I had was tailwind. I didn't eat anything. Really? Wow. Yeah. Now, afterwards, I ate two whole pizzas, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I always tell people so that, you know, it's like the first couple hours after you finish a race, please yeah. don't put food in front of me because it doesn't look appetizing. But no. at like two, three hours after a race, I don't care <laughs> if it is midnight. I'm like, give me food, man, because <laughs> I got I got to shovel it in. It is. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. So what is kind of your whole mindset when you're out there running these really, really long runs? What, you know, where do you kind of put your mind? What's the thing that gets you through them? Well, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer. So I have a lot of Bible scripture that yep. I use and, and kind of like, you know, just in my mind, it was a guy, it was an older gentleman. I don't know. If he, I mean, he's passed away because I mean, he's, gosh, he would have been a hundred and some now, but he was like 30 years older than me. Koki Damon. Okay. He was a local runner and in his seventies and eighties, he still got like, gosh, eight to 10 state records. Wow. And uh, he had, he had, he set a bunch, you know, some world records and cause it was a race walker and a runner. And he told me the secret he says is to live a godly life. That's what he did. He, he would, he said he got up every morning, he prayed and he read his Bible and he said he just enjoyed life. And he was, he was a, you told me he was a guy full of energy. I said, that's who I want to be like when I get in my 80s. So that's my goal would be like Koki. That is awesome. Running. What a great mentor. Yeah, you know, he was. Oh, man. That's awesome. And that's great advice. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong reading the Bible every day and praying. So, oh, yeah. all right. So let's let's go there. What's your favorite Bible verse to uh, stick in your head when you're out there running these long distances? Do you have a go to? Well, well, not really, but you know, it's like they, well, they shall run and not be weary. You know, you shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary and run and not faint. You know, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's different ones. But uh, 
Oh, yeah. My favorite one is if God before you, who can be against? There's not, nothing that can be against me. The only thing is, is what I allow. So I use that to keep focusing and you know, just keep going. That is awesome. What's okay. what's the goal race that you would love to do? If you could if you could get into any race and somebody else was paying the entry fee and your your travel and stay there if it's a travel race, what's the the race that Bill Hart dreams of? I'd like to run Western State because Western States right now, I think Gene Dykes is running it. And he'll be the oldest finisher, and he's seventy-five. He's just okay. 75. So I'd, I would, I would love to do that. Isn't Umstead a Western States ticket? Um, I think it is. Okay. So, so you just need to thought, run one of those. Yeah. Well, I've run them twice. I'm going to do it again this coming April. So okay, we'll, so we'll see. Awesome, awesome. Umstead's yeah. a fun one, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. They do such a fabulous job. Their aid stations, their volunteers. I always, every time you know, run it twice, and I, I let them know. Not only when I finish, but I always send Rhonda Hampton uh, a, an email, just saying because I, I, this is funny. Like the first time I showed up down there, right, I go in and get my number and says, uh, uh, "Where's your crew?" And I'm going, "You're looking at it." I said, "My crew is me." I have a crew. That's awesome. <laughs> but, so when, I, when I sent the email, I told her, I says, you know, running down there and I had nobody with me, no family, nothing. I was just by myself. But I felt like I had a family supporting me all around uh, because people there were cheering me on and root me on. And they were just so nice and polite and just friendly. Um, and it was just an awesome experience. And of course, you know, finishing your first hundred because that was my first one. OK. And yeah. And so it was just a great feeling. That's and amazing. Like you say, it's it's, it's a good course. I like it. And every time I do it, I mean, to me, I feel good because um, it's, it's such an accomplishment anyway. Yes. And my age is even more so. And so it's getting harder, even though um, I did Umstead this year, an hour and a half faster. Than oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Wow. I want to go into 24. I don't, I don't know if I can do it on a regular course, Mike, but I think yeah. I could do it on one of those uh, last man standing type things i think he could i think i think he should definitely do backyard I, next year and oh and... i told i told karen i'm definitely doing it, no doubt about it awesome awesome <laughs> all right so this is how we kind of end all of our programs you're sitting down with somebody and they want to run their very first ultra marathon what does bill hart give them as that top tip that's a tough one because people have asked me stuff like that before you know, because they want to know how I train. And I said, well, you can't go by how I train the other people because you have to figure out what works best for you. But I think the number one thing is like when you're training for stuff like that is don't, if it's bad weather, you don't feel like you, you don't feel like you can run well that day. Always just stick to whatever your plan is. Just go out the door. It's kind of like when, when you're talking about with, um, which helped me is the discipline of, reading the word and praying each day that's helped me in my running because i know i've got to get out the door i've got a plan i got to do it and when you do it on those tough days rainy days hot days cold days that helps you mentally and you know as i as well as i do you need that when you're doing those ultras you've got to have that mental yeah and so i think that's build that mental toughness and always be positive yeah always be positive um, because if you start thinking negative, you start doing negative, you're going to be going downhill fast. <laughs> you're um, going to be in a hurt locker. Yeah. Stay positive. Yeah. And, so, um, and, and the hurt locker doesn't hurt quite as much. So that's awesome. Yeah. 
Well, Bill, I and, you thank know, you. Yeah, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, please do. I was going to say, and, you know, that, that, I think that positive attitude and have that discipline to maintain whatever schedule. Now, obviously, sometimes you can't, you're not going, if you got real sick or something, but I'm talking about if you ever started out going the first half mile or so, and you go, oh my gosh, I don't feel like running today, but you got to keep on going. And yep. so, because when you get in that wreck, that's the same thing will happen to you. You don't want to go any further, but you, if you've got that discipline and, um, you know, just push it, keep pushing and positive attitude. So, awesome. anyway, that is right, awesome. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate you joining. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time on Living an Ultra Life. <laughs>